New research by the Kennel Club has shown a marked increase in the rogue breeders of puppies with health and behavioural problems who can no longer be adequately looked after by their owners as the cost of living continues to soar. The research, which is part of the organisation's Be Puppy Wise campaign, revealed an increase in the virtual hidden world of puppy breeding and buying, with one in three people admitting to paying for their puppy before seeing it in real life. Joining me now is Katie Swan from Scotland, who suffered a bad puppy buying experience, and also Mark Beasley, Chief Executive of the Kennel Club. Mark, uh, welcome. Incredible new research uh, that you have at the Kennel Club. Just uh, give me a sense of how big this problem is. It really is a big problem, and without being overly dramatic, it shows a very poor portrait of the state of the puppy buying nation here in the UK. And what it's really shown is that this rather murky, hidden, virtual world of dog breeding is growing. In fact, it almost became normalised during lockdown. And unfortunately, this has enabled rogue breeders to thrive. And just give an indication of how it has grown, we've seen a threefold increase in people buying pups on social media since 2017. And almost a third, 31% of people, are paying before they see a puppy in real life. And that means they're not seeing the puppy's mum or the breeding environment, which is the basics when you go to get any puppy. Goodness knows what problems you you could be buying into if you don't do your research properly, which is obviously um, what's behind the Kennel Club's Be Puppy Wise campaign, which you're launching, which aims to help people understand how to spot the signs of irresponsible breeders and avoid some of the classic pitfalls, doesn't it? Absolutely. And of course, with the world of puppy breeding and buying getting more and more difficult to navigate, it's absolutely crucial that would-be owners know exactly what to look for when they're buying a puppy. And just to give some examples, puppy buyers should be cautious. It really is a case of buyer beware. And people should be careful, particularly of adverts using words that try to lure you in with promises of, for example, rare or exotic breeds or of a quick sale, because rest assured, a good breeder, such as a Kennel Club Assure breeder, will always ask questions about your suitability for dog ownership. And you should be prepared to go on a waiting list for any uh, breeder who is being careful in what they're doing. Really, there are some drastic and pretty heartbreaking consequences for puppies that have been purchased from rogue breeders and indeed some very costly care that they need uh, that they need afterwards. Joining me is Katie Swan from Montfeath in Scotland who bought her cockapoo Otis uh, a, a while ago and it wasn't a smoother process and things didn't go quite to plan did they Katie? Tell me what happened. Yeah it just it wasn't the best time to be honest. Um, we decided we were going to get Otis it was the start of the first lockdown um, so things were going to be a bit different with getting a puppy and we'd, we'd never got one ourselves before. Um, we looked online and we found an advert for a litter of cockapoos not even an hour away. And we thought, yeah, we'll we'll go for one of those. So we got in touch and the lady seemed lovely. Um, we were we chose our puppy. She was very keen to get the deposit. Um, we paid her and we were to get him the following weekend. And we were going to go and pick him up, meet mum, see where he was, do all those sorts of things. But as the week went on, we were supposed to video chat and she always had a reason to be busy. She was always doing something. And then the day before we were getting him, she gave us a phone and said, look, I'm delivering a puppy near you. 
might as well bring Otis as well as like okay um and we kind of got caught up in it and we were like yeah okay then bring him along so we never got to see where he lived um and she arrived with mum and he was this tiny tiny little puppy and he had the muckiest bum I've ever seen which to be fair should have been a big big red flag I guess you fell in love with him straight away though and the emotions take over don't they Katie absolutely he he was the cutest thing I'd ever seen honestly just we already had a toy poodle at the time and he could walk right under his legs so he was so small hmm. um but yeah he had a, a terribly mucky bum and we said to the the lady that we got him from look has he been unwell what's what's going on and she said oh no he's been in the car with his mum and he's caught some milk which has given him a bit of diarrhea and we thought that was odd because he should have been weaned. Mum probably should have dried up. But again, you're in your house and there was a stranger in my house. Um, and I couldn't very well tell her to take the puppy away. I didn't want her to. So we said, OK. And we took Otis, bearing in mind that the mum dog had no interest in him whatsoever. So I, I do question whether or not she was actually his mum. Mm. Um, but from then, any time he had anything to eat, he was really sick. He had really bad diarrhoea. There was blood in his toilet. Um, so we, from day one, we were at the vet every day with him, um, just this really pearly little pup. That must have been not only worrying because you were obviously concerned um, uh, about the dog, but also in the back of your mind, um, vet's bills must have been mounting up. Oh, absolutely. Um, the amount of money they were the vets where we were thousands. Um, yeah, I'm very fortunate that we were able to, to pay for him and get the care that he needed because he could have ended up somewhere where perhaps he wouldn't have been so fortunate but the the vets were amazing they did all the tests and he he was just riddled with internal parasites he had ear mites which bless him he's got big floppy cocker spaniel ears and they just drove him mental but they did the the vets they we thought at some points they were going to keep him in they were going daily for fluids he was getting medicine and just all sorts for this teeny tiny little puppy and he was so lovely and he was still a really nice little happy puppy but he just he had the weight of the world on his shoulders he was just so unwell it was horrible there was a point i believe where you had uh, i think a phone call from the from the breeder tell me about that oh i did well i contacted her of course when he wasn't well because as far as i'm concerned there were four other puppies in this litter and if Otis had parasites and all this horrible stuff, I was sure that one of the other puppies did. And I was just genuinely worried about them. And she always said, oh, no, everything's fine. It's just you. It's just you. All the other puppies are fine and all sorts. And then at one point, the, my phone rang and it was her and, and her mum, I think. And they were just so aggressive down the phone saying I was causing all this trouble and taking him to the vet because my vet had tried to contact their supposed vet. Um, to see if they'd noticed anything when he was younger and they were saying they were just going to come and take him away from me because clearly um, he wasn't suited to live with us because we were allowing the vets to do all these things to him. Gosh, how did that make you feel? I was terrified. Um, it was lockdown as well, so it, we felt very isolated because we were just in our house. We didn't go anywhere and I, I phoned my family, I told my neighbours. I was like, look guys, there's this crazy lady wanting to come and steal my puppy help and they were all like yeah but if they come just phone us it's fine but of course she, she never appeared hmm. 
well, thank thank goodness for for that. Um, well, exactly. Uh, now let's move on a little bit because you've put a lot of love into Otis, obviously, and uh, and he's well. He is. He's brilliant. Um, he's like a little old man. Everybody <laughs> always says to me, "Oh, I'd love to have an Otis. I'd love to have an Otis." But he is. He's he's great. He has some allergies, so he gets a little itchy if he eats the wrong things, and his ears still flare up from time to time. But he's relatively unscathed for everything he went through. It sounds like um, he's uh, he's really benefited from uh, from the love that you you've given to him. And I guess looking back, you with the you know uh, the the cold light of day, looking back, you would say to yourself, "Hang on a minute, there were so many red flags there that I should have noticed." Hundred percent. We should not. We shouldn't have found him on the website. We did. Um, I don't think that's the best place to find a puppy. And I don't think we should have, going that first week when she was all about the money and she wasn't able to carry out the promises she made at that time, we should have thought there's something funny going on here. But we were blinded by this adorable little puppy that we really wanted. With the value of that experience and hindsight, Katie, I know that you then took on Beanie, a toy poodle, didn't you? And you went about the process very differently. Tell me what you did and what advice you would give to other people who are finding themselves in the same situation. Absolutely. So it was night and day getting beans compared to Otis. We were recommended the breeder through a family friend, so someone who'd been, and they already had a dog from them, so we knew what the dog was going to be relatively like. I know they all different in their personalities uh, but yeah it was recommended through them and we spoke to Beanie's breeders on the phone because again it was it was later on in lockdown but she was a couple of hours away so we weren't able to visit we spoke to them daily and I mean every day we spoke to them for three months we didn't get Beanie until she was 12 weeks old Otis I think was about eight weeks when he came so we were told and yeah just everything was completely different Beanie came from a kennel club breeder and the support, she came with a massive bag with bedding from her mum, toys. We got given the food for her, insurance, just everything you can imagine that you would want when you got a puppy, we got with Beanie. Mm. And I think she, when she arrived, it was clear that she had a very different upbringing from him. Yeah. She just seemed a lot happier, a lot more grounded. Because if you are looking to get a dog, you don't want to do it in a rush. And for anybody listening to this who is getting a puppy or thinking of getting a puppy, there is essential advice and guidance on buying a puppy from a responsible breeder and avoiding some of these pitfalls at the Kennel Club's Be Puppy Wise hub at thekennelclub.org.uk forward slash Be Puppy Wise. 